Welcome to the Propel podcast. On this episode, we are joined by Adam Barfoot, and Adam is a licensed professional counselor and CrossFit Level 1 trainer. He also hosts the Counseling and Functional Fitness podcast. Adam, thanks for being here. Thank you, Nick. So there are a number of mental skills that we can employ to help us process circumstances in a positive way and perform at a higher level. Let's first talk about the concept of reframing. Uh, help us understand exactly what reframing is. So reframing is looking at a situation, experience, thought, or feeling from a different perspective and any different angle than that you can find. And reframing is about finding a better way to look at a situation and how we view things affects our thoughts and feelings about that situation and therefore changes how we approach it and also act in that situation. So a helpful skill in reframing is looking at a situation you are in as if you are an outside observer or as if a close friend of yours was in that exact situation. So imagine how you could offer a new and more helpful perspective by being someone outside of the situation as opposed to being the person in the situation, and then focusing on transferring that outside perspective into your own perspective of your situation. Reframing is taking a step back or taking many deep breaths or just a few and considering what a better outlook on your situation could be. Think about what you can do differently to feel better about a situation and therefore being able to perform better in that situation because improving our thinking directly affects how we perform and our thought patterns also affect our performance. So if we get caught in negative thought patterns, that will affect our performance. But on the other hand, if we consistently remind ourselves of our strengths and things that we like about ourselves and things that others point out to us as our strengths, that will affect our performance in a positive way and help us live up to our full potential and push past the limitations that we so often create for ourselves in our own minds. So another uh, skill that some of us may have heard of uh, revolves around self-talk and really controlling uh, what our voice is saying to us in our mind. Tell us a little bit more about exactly what self-talk is. Yeah, so self-talk is the running monologue that is going through our mind, and specifically it, it is thoughts and statements that we have about ourselves and our performance. So the self-talk we have, it can help us or it can hurt us. And a interesting way that I like to think about self-talk and how we can change our self-talk is that we often say things to ourselves that we would never let anyone else say to us. Say that we had a presentation at work and we're feeling very worried about that presentation. We're having the self-talk of, oh gosh, this will just never go well. I can't do this. But if a manager or a coworker came up to us and said something like that, I really think that the majority of people, if not everyone, would really push back against that. So self-talk are the messages, self-talk is it's all about the messages that we tell ourselves. And another interesting question that I like to ask with self-talk is that 
am I my own biggest critic or am I my own biggest cheerleader? Because there are huge differences between those two things. And I think, sad to say, a lot of people find themselves being their own biggest critic. So if that's true, what do we do to control our self-talk and become our biggest cheerleader? So with self-talk and with changing self-talk, awareness is the first step to change. Before we can change something, we have to be aware of it. And as we improve our awareness of unhelpful self-talk, we can intervene in those moments and tell ourselves something that is helpful instead of getting caught up in saying unhelpful things to ourselves. So it comes down to catching ourselves in that unhelpful or even hurtful self-talk. And a skill that I teach people sometimes is snapping. And it doesn't have to be loud, but just doing a physical action of reminding ourselves to catch ourselves in that unhelpful self-talk and turn that around. So one example of of unhelpful self-talk can be the statement, I'm not very good at this. And to address this, challenge it. Just like all unhelpful and hurtful self-talk, challenge it. So asking ourselves, are you actually not good at this thing that you are about to do? Or is that your unhelpful self-talk showing itself and claiming to be true? And also pointing out our own strengths to ourselves. So asking ourselves, what about this situation are you good at and skilled in? So always coming back to challenging, unhelpful self-talk. And this takes time too. It's not you, it's not that you snap one time and then you never have unhelpful self-talk again, but it is time and time again and repetition after repetition and that constant effort toward improvement. And on the helpful side of self-talk, one of those thoughts could be, I can do this and I have a good grasp on what I'm going to do. That's great. Consider ways that you can keep that momentum going and transfer that confidence into other areas of your life. That's that's a great piece of advice, Adam. I um I'd like to touch a little bit more on the concept of visualization because I know that's uh, a big mental skill. A lot of athletes, in fact, are are constantly talking about that time prior to the actual big game or big match. They are focused on visualizing success. But how do people that are not necessarily professional athletes actually employ the skill of visualization to increase our performance, whether that be in the gym, at work, or just in our everyday lives? Yeah, so we'll, well, let's go to kind of the general idea and then getting specific with each of those three areas. So visualization is imagining yourself performing a task with the purpose of improving your performance. So in visualization, we put ourselves in that situation in our minds. So say a soccer player about to kick a penalty kick for the game win, something like that. Or an example I mentioned earlier, a presentation that we have at work or a big pitch to our manager or something like that. So consider, and this is well before the fact when we're using visualization, consider what you might 
think and feel in this situation. So all those kinds of thoughts and putting together that skill we just talked about, about self-talk with this, and then also the emotions that might come up for you. And you can address each of those things one by one. And it's really important and an important part of visualization is planning ahead and also using visualization to not be surprised by anything. So thinking through step by step what can happen and use that to prepare the best that you can. Another tip for this is that you can also walk through your five senses. And as you continue to notice what thoughts and emotions come up for you. And that five senses bit is all about really immersing yourself in that situation that you are going to be in. And with visualization, it's important to practice what's called both positive and negative visualization, because not everything is going to go according to plan. So if we only practice quote unquote positive visualization, oh, everything is going to go exactly how I want it to go. The goalie is going to dive the other way and I won't even have to kick the ball that hard. Or, oh, my managers are going to be smiling for, for the whole presentation and I'm going to get constant helpful feedback from them. It's not about thinking everything's going to go well. But again, using visualization to not be surprised when maybe we face obstacles. Maybe, again, in that soccer example, the crowd is really loud and overwhelming. Or say we have that presentation coming up and we're very hungry and we haven't been able to eat in a while. So those are just two examples. But looking at every, basically every possible scenario and working through those things one by one as you kind of get ahead of the game while you are doing visualization. That's a great point. And I think when it comes to our everyday lives, we sometimes push things out into the future and don't want to think about all of the possibilities, whether they're good or bad. And I think it's important for people to understand that it's okay to think through things. You're not fretting uh, if you do it slowly and methodically. Yeah. And I think addressing those things one by one, especially and another everyday example I like to use or that is great to use from this is say we have a difficult conversation coming up, whether it's at work or at home or with a friend, we can think about what we what we want to say really on a deeper level, the message that we want to get across and picturing how that person might respond but also looking at different ways they could respond and preparing for each of those possible responses. So we can look at, again, the positive and negative. If, if your friend or your spouse or your manager responds great, prepare for that. But if it also, if the response does not go so well, prepare for that also. So preparing the best you can to improve and maximize your performance in those moments. Excellent advice, Adam. Well, thank you for, for being with us on this episode. Um, if you'd like to hear more from Adam, again, check out his podcast, the Counseling and Functional Fitness Podcast. You can listen to that anywhere you download podcasts. And from everyone here at Propel, be well.